Dr. Mike here. So when it comes to living forever-ish, what's in and what's not? Stay tuned. You're listening to Live Forever-ish, a show dedicated to helping you live just a little longer. Here's your host, Dr. Mike and Dr. Crystal Gosser. All right, you're listening to Live Forever-ish. I'm your host, Dr. Mike, and I'm with my co-host... Dr. Crystal Gossard. So, uh, one of our favorite podcasts, right? I know, I like this one. The Life Extension Magazine goes out monthly, and it really covers a lot of the top longevity articles that are out there, right? Yes. It's really up-to-date stuff. And I like the way we frame this. There's some things you do want to do, and then there's always something you don't want to do. Right? Right. So, we're going to start with um, what's in number one, don't become frail. Tell us yes. what that means. Well, you know, we're living longer, right? Yeah. Uh, you have the baby boomers now that uh, they're starting to increase in age, and um, and they want to live healthier, yeah. well lives where you know, their quality of health. Strong. They want to be strong. They want to be active. They travel. want to travel. They yeah. want to run around and Play on the floor with their grandkids. Well, yes. I mean, literally. But I have uh, almost two year old that likes to run, and uh, and I was home with my with my parents over the holidays, and. were they trying to keep up? Yes, trying to keep up with the kids. That's good, though. I see. I I agree. So I and I actually think that this is it's an important topic. What we mean by you know. becoming frail Mm -hmm. is ultimately you're losing muscle mass, right? We call that sarcopenia. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, that's, you know, muscle in and of itself is important for metabolism, structure, strength. I mean, it's, you know, to lose muscle mass, man, that's really a a, a sign that mm, things aren't going so well. Yes, and there are key nutrients, and it's highlighted in the magazine in the section called In the News, Mm -hmm. which is kind of your latest updates on different, you know, health topics. And we have a topic on frailty, and we highlight nutrients such as folate, B12, vitamin D, lutein, zeaxanthin. Yeah, now, and th- so these, so all of these nutrients, right, they've mm-hmm. been shown to what, su- su- support muscle mass, right? Is that right? So they're, they're, well, you know, when you look at frailty, it is muscle mass, but you know, they, the, the technical definition that the researchers used in this study, they kind of looked at multi system loss of, uh, physiological reserves. Okay. So, you know, it's it's the muscle, of course, and that's kind of the, the foundation Yeah, of the things. foundation for that physiological reserve. Exactly. Right, okay. Yeah. So let me ask, so when, when, are people just needing to eat more foods with these nutrients to preserve? Well, you know, that's... That, that reserve, or is, it, or is it more to this? It's really, there's more to it, because we found that if you... If you were low in those nutrients, you were more likely to be frail. And uh, and because of that, you know, things like vitamin D, there's no way for you to really get the amount of vitamin D that you need from your food. Yeah. You know, we you, know you that. You kind of yeah. have to take a supplement. You're not, you shouldn't be out in the sun. Too much. Too much. You know, a little bit of sun is great, but... Really, and the amount of vitamin D and like milk and stuff is pretty low. So supplementation is really important for these things. Exactly. Now, so some of those nutrients you mentioned, basic, a good basic multivitamin would help, right? Yes, you could, Keep but you simple. know things like lutein, zeaxanthin, you have to look at the multivitamin. Yeah, got to make sure those are in there. Yeah, some of your more what, advanced formulas would have those nutrients. What about uh, protein supplementation? You know what? What about 
things like creatine. Um, you know, how, does do those play a role here as well? Well, we do know that those play a role. You know, we've written lots of articles on sarcopenia, and um, but in this particular study that's highlighted you know, in this section. Oh, they were just focused on those nutrients. That wasn't something that they looked at. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so that, so, yeah, so, so what's in number one is keep your muscle mass, right? Right. Don't become frail. And I think we can all picture that older person just kind of not being able to get up out of the chair. Yes. And, and, and yeah, we just don't want that. We want, we want muscle mass. We mm -hmm. want to be active and vibrant throughout our lives. All right, so we're going to move on to what's in number two. NAD. <laughs> what I why love you do it NAD. That way? NAD. I don't know why. If, if you're, uh, well, they can't see us. They can't see, see you. You can do whatever you want to do. <laughs> but it just had, it had lots of hand gestures. Well, yeah, she got really excited. With NAD. NAD. What is NAD? NAD, it's a form of niacin. Do you, should I tell them the full name? Yeah. All right. Nicotinamide adenine dinucleotide. Right. NAD. NAD. Yeah. That's why we say it is NAD. Easy. So tell us why this is in. Well, this is kind of it's what your body needs to create energy yeah you know it's kind of the, an energy um, enzyme or enzyme modulating nutrients modulating <laughs> enzyme modulating yes. nutrients. let me okay I'm gonna give you my little spill on it. okay what's your spill? my little spill on it so it's it's pretty pretty fascinating when you think about the, you know the human body is able to eat food and take the energy in that food mm -hmm. and convert it into cellular chemical energy called ATP. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, th that's it's an amazing process. Yes. We basically are food-eating, energy-converting machines, right? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what we do. And what a lot of people may not realize is, is one of the key features in that process is the flow of electrons. I like, like electricity. That. Yeah. yeah. It's it so it's there's electrons in the food that need to flow to the cell and get involved in these reactions that eventually make ATP. Mm -hmm. And so NAD is kind of like this electron shuttle. I like that, that helps to move that conversion down the line yes. to make ATP. That's kind of my take on it. No, that is the take. And some people are familiar with CoQ10, which is also an Same electron thing. shuttle. The body has a lot of these shuttles, yes. right? That and they and they keep that flow going so you can complete the process of, of making ATP. Yeah, so we're excited about NAD. Uh, we um, how much am I? What are we supposed to be taking? Uh, about 300 milligrams now. That's what we're, there's new research. So it was NAD. lower than that initially. It was lower than that. And now we we have studies looking at different doses but wait, of NAD, but 300 milligrams. But it's not that's... NAD. No. Okay, so we're not, yeah, so, that. yeah, so NAD is the end result that we're trying to boost in your in your yes. body. We're using um, nicotinamide nic riboside. Yeah, nicotinamide riboside, a mm -hmm. form of a B vitamin. Mm -hmm. um, it's related to niacin, but doesn't cause flushing. Exactly. And it and it, it converts into NAD a little more efficiently than, right. than niacin does. Mm -hmm. So so nicotinamide riboside, 300 milligrams. 300 milligrams. Uh, once a day. Once a once day. A day has been shown to be helpful yeah. and increasing in, in the research we see the increases in levels of NAD with that dose. Yeah, and it makes sense. If you think about it, and, and you know who's really excited about this? All your longevity enthusiasts, right? I mean, we are talking about living forever-ish, Ish. right? And this is what's in. One of the leading theories of why we age, it was one of the original theories and it continues to lead, is loss of cellular energy production. Mitochondrial decay yes. is an example. And so NAD is revving up that energy making machine in your body and that's just gonna help everything. Yeah, and we're gonna hear more about NAD oh, yeah. in the future. Yep. 
All right, we got to keep going. Okay. What's in number three? Sammy. Sammy. I remember Sammy. when I first started working at Life Extension, I had no idea what Sammy was, what it was all about. Um, but people were buying boatloads of this stuff. It was popular. Oh my goodness. It was but really it's making popular. a comeback. Yeah. So Life Extension, you know, first introduced this back in 1997. So it's been a while, uh, around for a while. Right. Um, most people associate it with helping to support mood. Yeah, de like depression, stuff like that. Yes. And um, uh, joint joints, health. Joints, joint. That's where I, I first started using it uh, in people for joints. Oh, and yeah. then liver health. Liver health, yeah. Many but joints, I, I saw pretty good. I like to combine MSM with Sammy. Oh, yeah, that's a good combination. It was, and it seemed to, it seemed to work pretty well for a lot of... Oh, and you know... Um, Veterinarians are now looking at Sammy for joint issues in dogs, too. I did know that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, yeah, we got to keep the joints healthy, right? Because this kind of goes back to the whole idea of the frail thing, right? Mm -hmm. if, you know, if I'm not exercising, if I'm not keeping my muscle, masses, my muscle mass up, the, my joints, that, it, that's bad for them. They, right. Joints it, need to be moved. Well, yeah, well, the muscles actually kind of support the joints, so they, they go hand in hand. Yeah, so yeah. some people uh, will say to you... Um, I don't exercise because my joints hurt. I, oh. uh -uh. Your joints hurt because you because don't exercise. Because you don't exercise. Yeah. Yes. When you strengthen those muscles, Rob, it just did you hear that? Did you like that? That joint capsule. Yeah. Yeah. So Sammy, so so what's in is is don't be frail. Right. What's in is boost NAD levels with nicotinamide Energy, riboside. Yes. Right? What's in is hey, take care of your joints, and Sammy is really good. Plus mm -hmm. for liver and mood, it's just an all-around longevity nutrient. Yes across the board. Let's talk about what's out. All and right. When you told me this, I was like, hmm, sounds I interesting. know, I know, because so what, this is kind of your area. I was a radiologist. So what's out is unnecessary. That's the key word. Unnecessary radiation exposure. exposure. Yes. Tell us, tell us um, why that's an out. Well, what, when you look at radiation, what's happening in the body, there are kind of three things that can occur. One is a cell dies, which in the case of cancer, you're undergoing radiation, yeah. that's what you want to happen. Um, and the other thing is maybe DNA is... Kinda, can be damaged. Can be damaged. Mm -hmm. you, it can cause DNA mutations, which we do know that that could set up the, the state for cancer. Yeah. The third thing that can occur is that the cell becomes senescent meaning that it's not dead, it's not alive and functioning properly. It's a zombie it's, cell. It's a zombie cell and it's spewing out tons of pro-inflammatory chemicals. It's damaging nearby cells. So yeah, I, I get that. Okay, so yeah, I mean, I think, sure. So we get that about, ion, and we're talking about ionized radiation. Yes. There's different forms. So we're talking about x-rays at the end of the day for most people. Right. Um, CT scans. So I was gonna say CT, CT scans. scans and stuff. Um, in the old day, they used to call, do what was called fluoroscopy. Did you ever, did you ever see that? Oh, no. Oh, that's so cool. You get this machine, and it, it's it's like a live x-ray image. You can see your bowels moving and everything. Whoa. They did. They, did. they got rid of that because that was dangerous. <laughs> that sounds dangerous. When I, where, I, where I trained, we had one of the last fluoroscopy rooms in the United oh, States. Oh, my goodness. But anyway, anyways, so we're talking about that kind of radiation. Some people might even include... Um, Flying, maybe you get too high in altitude. Well, yes, especially flying during the day. Yeah. Sometimes. So, but that's what I but want. But that's really when we were looking at this. I think that the focus of this article was more of the ionizing radiation from too, too many from diagnostic too many, tests. Too many diagnostic tests. Now the question is, what do you do? 
And uh, in the article, we're not telling people not to get your diagnostic test. Mm -hmm. You know, if something's wrong, the doctor needs to find out what's going on. If you need a CT scan, you need a CT scan. You need it, but maybe have the conversation to ask the doctor, hey, is there a way that you can you know, use maybe well, we do, like so, maybe ultrasound. Well, yeah, so there all there could be alternatives, right? But yes. unfortunately, a lot of like ultrasound um, often just gives you the idea what might be going on and mm -hmm. CT scans kind of confirm things. Yeah. MRI might be a better option and MRI is getting better at looking at things CT scans are, mm -hmm. are looking at. So MRI, I think will kind of over, because MRI doesn't use ionized radiation. So oh, I, think, okay. I think that's maybe a better, better path to, to go down, um, but we do, but even as a radiologist, one of the first things they teach us is how to use the least amount of dose mm -hmm. to get your good image so right. you can make a diagnosis. And so they already have these these fancy algorithms that tell you exactly yes. you know, what, what you need. But what I think is more interesting is, you know, at the end of the day is, are there things people can do to protect from the radiation. Yes, and that's what life extension, that's the message that we're delivering. We're not saying not to have your, you know, your diagnostic uh, Like exam. mammograms and stuff. Exactly, but you can take things like quercetin. It can be very helpful. Deaflavins, it's uh, you know found in black tea. Yeah. Those can help to protect the so body. Cur so uh, quercetin, deaflavins? Deaflavins, okay. um, and a lot of the the green coloring, like their chlorophyll. Yeah, chlorophyll I've heard is good for blocking be, some of that radiation. Can be helpful. Um, I've even read, we talked about SAMe. SAMe can also, there's mm, some research where it can be protective. So yeah. those are things that, you know, you may want to consider adding in, you know, before you're going to have so people, so I already, so exposure. I already, and you already know they're gonna, it's like the first question is, is well, how much and how soon? So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do tell that, We've looked into that, um, and certain nutrients, um, maybe about five days prior to the exposure, and this could be flying. We're talking kind of any type Just overall, of so be, like, exposure. Okay, so before a uh, chest x-ray, if, if you can. So sometimes it's emergency, right. you can't, but if you can, yeah, about five, five days, days before, and then continue taking it up to five days after. Yeah. So kind of you All have these a 10-day window. And I would, I would suggest that you do a decent dose yes. of these things. You know, yeah. I would, I might even double the, recommended quercetin dose as mm -hmm. an example. Okay, so double your dose, cover yourself for a good maybe 10 days, five yes. days before, five days after, because you don't want unnecessary radius, radius exposure. You don't, if you wanna, if you wanna live forever. Ish. Ish. Well, that was a great podcast. <laughs> what's Thank you, what's in, what's in? And what's? Out. Out. If you wanna live forever-ish. I'm Dr. Mike. I'm Dr. Gosser. I'm gonna thank you for listening. Please don't forget to like, Share, comment, comment, and subscribe. And subscribe. That's the big one, right, Hannah? Subscribe. <laughs> Take care, everybody.